in this episode of Off Course Agility. Hey, I discovered agility. I will discuss how I started in NADAC Agility and took my first steps in NADAC. And we will also take a look at the NADAC changes for 2020, the future of this podcast, and a look at the trial calendar for late January. So everyone has a story how they discovered agility. Mine's pretty simple. But first I'll have to talk about my my first real dog, which was Dino. He was a beagle. And I've always loved beagles. And I, my sister knew I wanted a dog. And one of her co-workers, well, she wanted she had a beagle. And she didn't want the beagle anymore. So the co-worker knew Leanne, knew I loved beagles. So that led to me visiting this beagle. His name actually was Tino at that time. And they didn't want the dog anymore. And my sister and I were going to take a vacation. And so I visited the dog and I said, I'd take him. But... We were going on vacation, so I said, if you'll hold the dog for a week, I'll take the dog. So my sister went and I went off on our little vacation. I recall we went out to Ohio, I think. Uh, and when I got back, I got in touch with the person who had the dog. And it was obvious they wanted to get rid of the dog fast. So when I got back, like the next day I'm back, they just drove the dog to my house and dropped him at my door, came into my house, gave me the dog, gave me the crate, and he was mine. Hey, I got a dog. Great. So, you know, obviously, I loved him. I loved Beagles, and I loved uh, Tino, but I hated Tino as the name. So uh, I decided to rename him Dino. I've always loved the Flintstones. I love Dino on the Flintstones. Dino's very close to Tino. So I named him Dino. And uh, things went well. And of course, I started taking Dino to uh, basic obedience class at St. Hubert's, uh, which is my local uh, dog school. And we took basic obedience when we took, then we took, you know, the next, like the Basic 2 or whatever it was. I don't remember the names, all the courses now. And then we took something like uh, off-leash. Maybe that wasn't off-leash. I think it was like the great outdoors. You took the dog out and walked around in the woods and, and practiced, you know, walking with other dogs. So we did all that. And of course, you know, I'm starting to bond with Dino. And I don't know how many months this was, but quite a few. I had adopted Dino, I think it was May of 2003, and uh, I noticed when we were taking walks, he, uh, he would, he would, like, we were walking along a cinder block wall or somebody's wall uh, along the sidewalk, he would go up and he'd walk along the top of the wall. I know it's, it's kind of a stupid thing, but I was like, man, this dog, he loves walking right along the edge of the wall. He doesn't seem to have any fear. 
And uh, since I was taking courses, uh, you know, basic obedience, uh, I kind of got to the end of the, you know, you, most people take two or three obedience courses, at least I, I think those do. And after, like, Dolph Leash, uh, which actually it's the Great Outdoors, I keep saying off leash, but it was like the Great Outdoors course. St. Hubert's told you about all these other courses you could take, and one of the things was agility. So I said, you know, my dog seems to like to walk along walls. I'm thinking, hey, let's try this agility thing. Of course, I had no idea how uh, how much work it is to train the dog to do, you know, all the obstacles and all that so sometime around, uh, I'd say 2004, I started taking uh, a beginner agility class at St. Hubert's. And I don't even remember who my instructor was at that time. But uh, I, took, I took my agility course. And then I kept, you know, it was fun. I was like, this is pretty fun. And Dino seemed to have fun. So we kept doing it. And then we progressed. And at one point, I think I was taking now maybe like the intermediate course, agility course. And I believe my instructor at that point was Carol Daggett, I think. And Carol Daggett actually had as the student, you know, it was Dino and me. I don't remember all the people in it, but one of the other students actually was Pat Daggett and he had Druid. So Dino and Druid actually uh, were in class together at that point. And that's some, that was somewhere like maybe late 2004 and uh, we were taking classes. So right away, I I was in classes and I didn't even realize it at the time with two NADAC judges. I think maybe it's, you know, I was aware of it vaguely, but I hadn't even been to an agility trial, so I, I knew nothing about it. I really didn't. I was just doing it because it was fun. But yeah, I realized, hey, maybe this, maybe the trial thing would be fun too. And uh, we kept progressing. So I don't know how many courses I took. But then in 2005... Uh, I finally decided, oh, okay, let's, let's go to a trial. And my sister and I have always gone up to New Hampshire a lot because at the time we had an aunt up in New Hampshire. And uh, there was a trial up there with, uh, it was the Cats. Uh, the, I'm not, I'm not going to even hazard what the name of the group was, but the Cats is an abbreviation. I think it was K9. Oh, I'm not, I don't know. I should look it up. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. I should look these things up. Anyway, it, this was in July of 2005. I signed up for this agility trial. And it was a games trial, if I remember right. I, I can't remember all the... I think it was Tunnelers and Touch and Go. And then in 2005, I'm trying to think what the other game... Maybe it was Weavers? But I don't know. I pro, Likely, I only had signed up for the Tunnelers and the touch-and-go at that point. That's my guess. And uh, so I show up at this trial in July 2005, and it was at a, uh, I think it was in uh, Sweeney, Swainsey, New Hampshire. 
there's, I think it's the Moon, Moon Hawk Animal Shelter, uh, was where the trial was being held. And they had a nice fenced ring. It was a bit unusual for most trials that I then found out later. But this tri- and I think that's part of the reason I went there, because in the premium it said it was a fenced ring. And it was a large fenced r- ring. So I thought that was great, a uh, great opportunity for my first trial. And the judge was Dwayne Bunker. And I still remember him asking the question that they do at all trials. Is there anyone there who's, this is their first time trial. I remember raising my hand and people, you know, of course, people welcoming and wishing me good luck. And, you know, I had great hopes, great hopes. And I had my buddy Dino, my beagle, ready to go. And we go out there for our first run in tunnelers and I have un I, my expectations were five too high I, I'm a green handler I have a dog I've never tried in a trial before I had these high hopes he was somehow going to run the course perfectly what you know just totally unrealistic expectations and Dino, yeah, he did like the first few tunnels. Oh, he was going great. And then his mind, his beagle nose, he just, boop, he started running around. He ran up to the, ran up to Dwayne Bonker, the judge, who was sniffing. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and I sunk. And I didn't realize how, how empathetic maybe. Dino was, and he could tell the disappointment a bit. And he was wild, too. He was a young dog. And it just didn't go well. So, you know, I got him back. I got him leashed up, and we went out. And then the next run, I came in, and it didn't go well. It did not go well. And unfortunately, that affected me for a while. I was uh, not a great handler at that point. And like I said, I had unrealistic expectations. And Dino was a bit of a soft dog. He, he didn't, you couldn't like get down on him because he didn't like that. He, you needed to be positive and you needed to have fun and he would have fun. And I did not, it, you know, it was my fault. You learn a lot. You definitely do. So we, we kept going. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it was a lot of pain for a bit. So for a few years, I don't know how long it actually took me. But I, I it finally clicked in my mind. I got to have fun. I got to keep it fun for Dino. So we didn't get, we didn't get our first cue until uh, about a year later. We got it in July of 2006. And at this time, Nadek had a distance line in regular. So on this run, I crossed the line. There was a line, a distance line in regular, and I crossed it. There was also a teeter. There was also a teeter. So I ended up getting a five-point cue in novice, and I was ecstatic. You know, so that's when the hook set. 
you know, as they say, I got hooked because Dino got a cue and it was enough to keep me going. It really was. But it, <laughs> then it took us another over a year to get our actual first title, which was, uh, you know, just the normal uh, Nadak Agility uh, title, the first novice title. And we got that in October of uh, 2007. And that was at the Playbow trial. And I'm not even sure where it was. Um, the Playbow trials uh, have moved around a bit over the years. I live in New Jersey. So I trial over the years. I've trialed in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont. Uh, New Hampshire. Uh, I've been into Maryland. Uh, I'm not sure if I went to Delaware. No, I considered Delaware once, but now I don't even think there's many trials in Delaware. At any rate, Dino and I often didn't get cues, so, you know, it's hard to track and keep track. Never been a great with all the paperwork. So when I, I really, I just have to look at his history to remember some stuff. But he was a good dog, and we got our title at Playbow, and I think it, I'm not sure, I can't remember where it was, but I was so happy, and it was, it, it, at that point, I got my title because it was 30, I got it with 35 points, because I had that five-point cue as the first one, and I don't even know how many cues it took me to get to, to the 30, but on this on the one I got, I think I got a 10-point cue, and that took me from 25 to 35. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. And <laughs> it, it's always, play, the play-by trial has always been special to me because that is where I got, uh, I got my first actual uh, agility title. And, you know, he was, he was always a challenge. Uh, but I learned a lot with him, and he was a great dog. And he brought me to the NADAC community. Uh, he, was, uh, he was really good and regular. He always was a good dog and regular. And he was very good in touch and go. And he was a great weaver. Uh, we, he, and that was partly because one of the few pieces of equipment I got early on was weave balls. So I did a lot of weave balls with him because I had a set of six. So... He enjoyed them. He got rewarded for them. So he was a good weaver. And uh, Dino and I continued. Uh, we continued. To, he never, you know, we never made it to the elite level. Um, but he did get up and get his uh, outstanding open agility title. That was as far as we made it uh, in uh, regular. And he got his uh, superior in touch and go novice. I always marched up all the way through the novice because he he wasn't a super fast dog. He was a beagle. Not that beagles can't be fast, but uh, he, <laughs> he he was always a bit of uh, motivation. And I also learned he, did, he didn't like trialing in the summer in the hot. I could never get him motivated, so kind of gave up. We kind of always trialed in the fall, in the spring, in the winter. Uh, if we could. And uh, he also got up to his uh, superior weaver title and novice. So that, that was my Dino 
And that's how I discovered agility. You are listening to Off Course Agility, hosted by me, Ed Peters. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and other podcast sites. Wherever you find us, we would definitely appreciate your review. Please tell your friends about us. If no one listens to these podcasts, then we probably won't keep doing them. You can send us comments or ideas to offcourse at optimum.net or tweet at us on Twitter at offcourseagility. You can also find uh, the link to this podcast at offcourseagility.com. I'm going to try to talk a bit about uh, some of the changes in NADAC for 2020 that I'm aware of. I don't have uh, any inside information. I get my information from reading the NADAC forum and watching videos when Chris Nelson or others post them. Uh, so that's, that's what I have. I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'll mention my understanding of the changes. So one of the big things is increase in fees. So for a club sponsoring a trial, uh, the fees that they paid in ADAC are going up. And also, there's an increase in the judging fees. I understand that the judges haven't had a raise in a very long time. So uh, they probably deserve it. And as a part of this raise, judges will be designing their own courses for the trials that they are judging. And if they can't do it, then I believe they're going to hire another judge to do that design for them. Or maybe they get to buy designs that would fit for the place they're, they're going to be judging. Not 100% how that works from the judge side. But uh, over the years, I know I've always remembered people like posting after trial, you know, judge so-and-so came and it was a fun trial and they brought fun courses. Well, that judge probably did bring fun courses. They probably had a hand in selecting them. Perhaps they even maybe designed them. But uh, there was no guarantee that that person designed them. It could have been someone else's courses that they had brought. But that won't be the case in 2020. The courses will be for the judge that the club hires, or that judge will have selected uh, courses from someone else and I believe now the course maps in 2020 will have the name of the person who designed it. So when you go look at the course maps, you'll be able to know who, who designed these courses that you're running for that weekend. I, I think that's pretty cool. And, and, and it gives some credit to the judges who are doing the designs. Uh, the other thing I'm aware of, but I don't, I'm not a trial secretary, never have been, may never be, but... Uh, I do understand there's a bit of a change to uh, the trial formats. Uh, you can have a double run trial format, which means that uh, all runs will be double runs, or you can have the regular style uh, trial, which I think is, uh, I think if you do a double run uh, format, my understanding is you can have 
eight classes, but I believe that means it's only four classes because you're running them twice each. So it's a total of eight. Or you can have a regular trial where you, have, I believe you can have up to seven different classes. And I think you're still allowed to have the normal uh, two runs of regular in that trial. You might be able to have two runs of anything, but it's a different course each time. So, you know, it's the standard. If you're doing regular and you have the two runs, you run it probably the one direction and then the numbers flip and you run it the other direction. So that's, you know, the, the old regular style format. And then there's a mixed mode where somehow you're allowed to have some double run and some regular. I, I, I'm not 100% on all that. But all I do know, it will be dis, uh, explained and it will be listed in the premiums. So in 2020, uh, you will see this in your premiums when you uh, read the trials that you're going to possibly be uh, attending. So those are the major uh, changes that I'm aware of from like a handler point of view uh, in regards to the, the trials that you're going to attend. And I mean, the big thing is increasing fees for the club and the judge probably means that our fees as handlers and for our runs at NADEC um, trials will probably be going up to uh, the clubs have to break even or make money. Uh, and uh, it's a fact of life, everything uh, has gone up. So it's just the way it is. So we'll take a break. I want to thank you for discovering Off Course Agility, hosted by me, Ed Peters. This is my very first episode. My plan is to try to release a new episode on Wednesday every two weeks through the year 2020. I'm going to try to keep them to a length of about 30 minutes so that you can listen to them while you're going off to an agility trial for the weekend or driving to work, wherever. But that's my intent. I'd like to try to hold it to around 30 minutes. So it might be a little longer, it might be a little shorter. I hope to have guests in the future, different voices. I don't want you to just hear me talking every week. I intend to have other people. That's the plan. I hope I can do that. As with agility, you go to a trial, you run the course, you see what works, you see what didn't work. You go back and train. That's what I hope to do with this. So feedback is important. The only way I get feedback on a podcast is you give it to me. So here are some of the ways. Uh, you can email me at offcourse at optimum.net. That's O-P-T-I-M-U-M dot net off course at optimum.net. I also have a Twitter account for this podcast. It's Off Course Agility on Twitter. So when I release a podcast, my hopes is that it will be on Twitter and you can tweet back at me or direct message me on Twitter. Uh, if you follow me, I'll try to follow most people uh, back on Twitter. Uh, so that's the plan with that. And uh, 
I would like to have guests, as I've said. So if you want to be a guest, you can email me. Uh, we haven't had the section. Uh, the final segment of this podcast will be just a look at the trial calendar. I would hope in the future that maybe a representative from some trials coming up in the future, maybe they could come on and tell us about their trial at the end of the podcast. That's my intent. Uh, as I said, we'll see how I involve the podcast over time. But thank you for listening. And wherever you found the podcast, I do encourage you to give me a review. So in the final section of my podcast, I'm going to want to highlight upcoming NADAC trials. And this time, I'm going to pick the weekend of January 24th, 25th, and 26th of 2020. I'm picking that weekend because hopefully these trials are still open. If you're listening to the podcast at the beginning of January of 2020, you still possibly could enter these trials. So my intent is at the end of every podcast, I'm going to have pick a weekend and talk about the trials that are on that weekend. Or, as I said, uh, maybe in the future, I'll have a, a trial representative from a trial from a certain weekend come on and talk about the trial. And then maybe it'll just be that trial that we have for that segment. So here we go. The first trial I see uh, for the weekend of January 24th, 25th, and 26th is in Elk Grove, California. And it's the Hot Dogs Club sponsoring that trial. And the next uh, next trial I see listed on the NATO calendar is in Alabama. And I'm not sure I can say the name of this town, Ogaville. It's the Laughing Dog Agility Club. And uh, the judge there is uh, Randy Pratt. Uh, the next club uh, is Leaps and Bounds Agility. And another town, Yatkinville. North Carolina, with a judge and a trial sponsor up uh, in uh, my area of the woods, and that's uh, the judge is Aaron uh, Vita. I believe that's how you pronounce it. When I was at Champs this year, I asked Corey how they say his last name, and I believe he told me Vita. I hope I got that right, Corey, and Aaron, too. The next trial I see is in uh, Lloydminster, Alberta, uh, and that's the Lloydminster Hot Doggers, and the judge is Craig Coonrad. Uh, I hope that's inside, if it's really in Alberta. Uh, I'm learning all my state abbreviations here, Canadian provinces. Uh, I'm hoping that's inside, but uh, they are the Hot Doggers, so hopefully they'll stay hot. And the next trial I see is now out in Valley Center, California, and it's the Ups and Downs Agility Club. I must admit, I love the names of all the clubs. Some of the club, club names are extremely uh, inventive or imaginative. Uh, the judge there in uh, the Ups and Downs Agility Club is Roger Kaur. Uh, the next trial is in Knoxville, Maryland, and it's the Pozzaz 
group. And their judge is another judge I know from uh, the East Coast is Ben Filbert. And I guarantee you, you will hear Ben. As long as he doesn't have laryngitis. Ben has a very caring voice, boisterous. So you will be able to hear Ben, I guarantee you. So those are the trials that I see for the weekend of uh, January 24, 25, and 26. Some of the trials are just on the 25th and the 26th. Uh, happy trialing. And I will hope to bring you interesting trials uh, in this segment in the future. Thank you for listening to this episode. Once again, tell your friends, leave a review on wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode.